Have any of you seen uh, Everything is Illuminated or read the book? I've read um, it. So I don't know. I haven't read the that's, book. That's what my Russian accent is based on. Uh, <laughs> that guy's Ukrainian. I, I love how like he was like saying proximal instead of nearby. And I, see, I like how he said carnal. Yes, Many women yeah. wish to be carnal with me. <laughs> that's awesome. But but uh, when when they're they're at a restaurant and like the American is a vegetarian and they're like, so you don't eat any meat? What about sausage? <laughs> and like listed off like three or four different things, and then uh, the like hostess of the hotel or whatever came up, and it was like. He's an American and is demented. Just give him a potato without the meat. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to iPodcast Magic Missile, where we play games and talk geek. Broadcasting every week from the New River Valley in the beautiful mountains of Southwest Virginia, we bring you audio from some of the most exciting games, new and old. No actual wizard spells here, just actual play from great games. This is iPodcast Magic Missile. Which of the vampire really deleted scenes from that movie? No. They were weird. Yeah? They were weird. Like, there was a funeral where, like, people started marching around in Nazi regalia and, like, showing clips of Hitler. You're right, that is weird. It was real weird. Um, oh really? Yeah, I would have. So it was brought. Confused. So it was like one of those acid trip scenes in the book. Yeah. And then so in did, the movie, did they, they explain were like, why, like, when he was going through the airport near the end, everybody was the people he'd already seen? I have no idea. I saw it like. I don't remember. Year. Oh. I remember the Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, he he comes out of the airport and like walks out of the you know the little ramp that they take you from the airplane and one of the stewardesses there is the hotel matron and then he's walking past uh, uh, a stall and there's a little boy who's a little boy who was the goat herder and then he walks by the security and there's some other guy he looks at meaningfully and I don't know who that guy was but it just uh, sounds like being see, I would have not have noticed that to me uh, I totally did, and it just didn't mean anything, though. Like, I couldn't, like... Maybe it like was, to do things like that to be artsy, where it's there like... There was a tornado. The people here are just like the people there. And something, something. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it, it was, was like Oz. William S. Burroughs, and he was on drugs. And, yeah. like, and then, the whole trip had just been a trip instead of a trip. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... It was pretty tricky. I mean... Yeah, it was, but it didn't seem like... It was actually like that's a pretty, actually, fair possibility. I'm I. It's been a while, but a lot of those I get them. It's like it's like I get every Chuck Palahniuk book mixed up in my head with all the <laughs> jumping scenes. Yeah. <laughs> like like I have bits of diary. All the bits of diary and choke are mixed together in my head. I can see how that could happen. And um, which is. Pretty awkward because they are very different books. <laughs> I, I, I can see how it could happen, but though. somehow they not run together. I'm not rising up. But... You were but... going to. T- oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you were going to tell the tale of Comic Sans because I don't know the oh. secret tale of Comic Sans. So it is involved with Microsoft Bob. Um, Microsoft Bob originally was going to have, um, I think it was just Times New Roman because that was a default font. Yeah, and. The guy who was working on Comic Sans uh, 
for a disrelated project. I think it was like something in XL or I don't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. But he went and changed the font in Microsoft Bob to be Comic Sans to make it more friendly. Because and, it, you wanted it to be really visible. Yeah. And, I mean, Comic Sans, if there is something for it, it's that it's really legible. It's very friendly to dyslexics, for example. Really? Yes. Hmm. But everybody in management loved it. And <laughs> it became a standard font, and then, you know, now, everybody used it. Now, people who think they're really smart like to make fun of it, even <laughs> though it's irrationally hated, and it is an <laughs> ugly font, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think... At least for me, at least, the problem isn't that it is a terrible font, it's that it's overused. Yes. Yeah, I think that's really, really and that's, well, that's why the hipster hate comes from. Well, yeah, I, now you don't, I don't see like it frequently it because, because people hate it. It's like it's like Justin Bieber. It's more, Whoa, I'm more annoying. It's, <laughs> you hear more in most demographics that people like us encounter on a regular basis, you hear more from people who dislike it mm-hmm. than you hear from people who use it or use Justin Bieber. But I mean, you heard Beauty and the Beat? Yes. It's the first listenable Justin Bieber song I heard. Though I, actually, I didn't even realize it was Justin Bieber, and then I felt bad, and then I felt like it was okay. I know <laughs> no. every lurk to boyfriend. Every, every time I hear someone say his name, I hear it as three words, just in Bieber. Like, Justin Time. Justin Bieber. <laughs> you know, Amber I'm, Brown, meet Justin Time. I've definitely gotten to the point, like, it, it annoys me when stuff is overplayed, but I've also gotten to the time, to the point in my life where it's like, you know what, even if something is cheesy, and even if it's overplayed, if it's happy and catchy... It causes your brain pleasure, even if it's in a very basic dopamine yeah. plug. Yeah, way. there's something to be said for guilty pleasures. I mean, there's something to be said for... And not even guilty pleasure, just appreciating things that are simple yeah. and designed for the masses. So is, is Justin Bieber actually worth listening to? No. Okay, no. not really. If it comes in... However, if it comes <laughs> in, I have heard it's not on the beat on the radio and not felt like I wanted to change the station and then was even surprised at the end when they were like, that was Justin Bieber! And I was like, huh. It, it's, it's, certainly, <laughs> it's certainly not awful. Okay. Okay. It's not something to, you know, get into a, a frothing rage about yeah. in an internet rant. I, I just can't Leave care Justin enough. alone! That's, yeah, that, see, that's, that's actually the problem. <laughs> except, except, isn't that just a parody of Leave Somebody Else Alone? Britney, yes. Britney, yeah, that's all Which I'm is the same exact yeah, problem. Yeah. Yeah. Just right. different person, yeah. same problem. Yeah, the, the believers don't actually help his cause at all. Exactly. No. <laughs> but, you know, it's hard at this point then to figure out what percentage of believers believers are actually believers, and what percentage of believers are fortuners trying to make believers look even <laughs> crazier than they actually is are? Is this anything like bronies? Fortuners? Uh, is that a similar principle? Um, no. There are fake bronies, yes, mm-hmm. who try to make bronies look crazier than they are, but not quite. I think the four channers the, 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 the Venn diagram has an overlap with the bronies diagram. There are like. No, I'm not going to say unironic, that. but I'm going to say, like, you know, people who enjoy watching My Little Pony, well, think, whether think, for ironic reasons or not, I think, not just all, saying I think that they like watching Brodyism has to come from some sort of, like, the that 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 sincere hipsterism, that sort of, like, I'm going to love something just because it's sweet new, and wonderful. Uh, new sincerity. Well, have, yeah, have, new you, sincerity. have you seen that's, My that's, Little Pony? Have no. Friendship is my no, favorite? because I'll have to it's, watch it. It's actually yeah. relatively entertaining. Yeah. yeah. yeah I believe it. I watched a couple episodes... 
And it was you, you don't get that amusing. kind of you don't get that kind of following unless you're really well written. Yeah. I have it's to say I like well it. It has interesting characters and like the couple okay. episodes I watched had interesting mm-hmm. plot lines. Yeah. And they, they have were like definitely children's sort of like subtle Looney Tunesy kind of humor. Like it's on my list. And that would be like a show in a long time that's had subtle Looney Tunesy <laughs> type exactly, of humor. Exactly, which it's, is kind of its morals don't have unfortunate implications. Yeah. <laughs> it is written by decent human beings, because mm-hmm. so much is not. And it allows their characters to have moral shades of gray also. You, it yeah. teaches you... It, For example, it does something that I haven't seen in other children's shows, which, which is... Um, it had a whole episode which distinguished the difference between bullying and teasing. Yeah. Mm. Which Including was... mean, mean-seeming teasing. Yeah. Which was a very interesting yes. show to watch. Oh, wow. That's actually I mean, really cool. I'm interested. You know. I can't wait till I get to that. That's yeah. Like a good you watched yeah. that episode. What? What? That's <laughs> the one with the pranking. Oh, that one? Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I play Fallout New Vegas while watching My Little Pony. I don't get <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, you else. know, in some episodes there's the They're subtle, subtle. They don't undercurrent of madness. Like every so often, each each character you, will have a joke, little bit of a nervous but, breakdown. You know, I, I <laughs> definitely get like if I'm playing a video game, and and more more music comes on, like music that I've I've been listening to on repeat because it's like the greatest new song that I've heard this this week. Um, I will associate that with the video game. Um, oh, totally. Oh, yeah. Some songs come on the radio, and I'm like, I remember the monster I was grinding in Final Fantasy when that happened. <laughs> yeah, when I hear Viva La Vida, I think about uh, rolling a blood elf and playing Wow with Jamie. <laughs> yeah. It's just what um, happens. So, we should probably do a quick sound check. This um, is Dave. This is Will. This is Duncan. This is Joanna. I'm Yanni. I'm Caitlin. So, is anyone <laughs> playing anything interesting this week? Well,. We negotiate coffee. Super Dungeon Explore. That was super fun. Ooh, yeah. we, we, super Dungeon fun. We got to, got to play. Uh, we didn't finish the last game, but because it was super full of monsters, yeah. Patrick Patrick ran that game, and he he, he did it right. He did it right. Um. Yeah, we didn't win, and Wait. it would have taken a long time. Was, it, was to the win. directive? Was the was the the MC's directive there? Make the game, make the players' lives full of monsters. Basically, yeah. Yeah. So it, Super Dungeon Explorer is basically a chibi board game version of Gauntlet. Um, yes. The DM spawns monsters as fast as he can and just tries to overwhelm the players. Mm-hmm. And ideally, what the, the, this is, if you ever are running a uh, Super Dungeon Explorer, the trick is put the monsters where the PCs can get to them easily and they are tempting targets. Because then the PCs will do that instead of killing the spawn points, which is what the PC should be doing. Like like in mm-hmm. uh, Gauntlet. Yeah. 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 Just like in, well in Gauntlet, even if you go crazy on the monsters, it's still usually manageable. Yeah. In Super Dungeon Explorer, you are on a clock. Yes. Uh, if you can get the final boss out with a couple of spawn points, the yeah. players are wrecked. Because every spawn point still in the game when you hit boss mode gives an extra turn for the boss every round. Yes. Every round? Every yes. round. That is kind of awesome, shit. actually. Yes. Uh, oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> Damn! <laughs> oh, yeah, no. You you guys, the, the, the game that you and Duncan were died early in, that was so wrecked. They never even got to the boss. Um, 
I didn't imagine. There were still that. three spawn points. They actually they killed the third just before the boss was about to show up. But the boss would have gotten three turns and would have just been like stompy, 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 everybody dies. Except that at that point, half the party was turned into frogs. <laughs> yeah, that was messed up. It's frogs, man. I didn't live long enough to feel messed up about that. I didn't get. To, I didn't live long enough to be a frog. But well, I we, saw, we I did. We did have frog. the one of the PCs had got turned into a frog and was fighting the succubus mini boss, and the frog's attack is licking. Well, there you go. Didn't that get a bonus against the succubus or something? No, that's no, what she no, wants. She's used to it. Oh, I see. I finally finished Lost Odyssey. Yay. I finally got sick of doing side quests. Well, finished all the side quests. And then did what you do, which is you go stick your boot in Yungora's ass. And uh, it was satisfying. Uh, really well-written ending. Bittersweet. I enjoyed it. It's a really good game. If you have an Xbox, I healthfully recommend it, but it also means that I am, my gaming stack just got one shorter. <laughs> so now it's deciding, do I dust off this new, fancy new computer I bought and put Dragon Age 2 on it? Mm-hmm. Or do I um, hit the backlog and play a little Fallout or something like that? It's hard. It is really hard. It's I have hard. a lot of good games, and I don't even have all the good games. I want to get to the point where I can just start downloading good stuff on Steam, like Bastion, which I never played, but which is awesome, evidently. I think I have that. I think I got it on one of the indie humble bundles. Yeah. God, backlog. Yeah. God, backlog. <laughs> I just, I just got. The, they finally released the PC beta for Soulforge, which is a game I kickstarted. That is a digital trading card game, and I'm kind of sad though because there's no. It's it is super beta. Like you get a pre-constructed deck. Actually, there's two pre-constructed decks, and you randomly get one of them, and then the computer randomly gets one of them, and you can play on this computer. Mm. Um, That is very beta. Yeah. (laughs) Oh. <clears throat> the other thing I have to hit, like, so there's a bunch of new games coming out too that are like AAA titles, like Remember Me, which appears to be a game that was written for Dave. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> what is? I, I don't know that one. It's it, you. You explain it. Um, it's for you. I don't know. <laughs> you explain it. Um, most of the hubbub I've heard about Remember Me is that um, it has a female protagonist. Which is apparently something that is very hard to do, and it took it had to be shopped around a lot for a long time before anybody would even touch it. And but not only that, a female protagonist with romantic agency. Yes. Whoa. So, I know. Yeah. Mind blowing. But it's it's all about a future in which people have their memories selectively edited. So it's sort of like Inception slash Eternal Sunshine slash mm-hmm. whatever. It looks really intriguing, and the graphics are really good, and the mm-hmm. setting is like. I guess it's Paris in, or it's France in the, you know, in the yeah. 20th, late twenty first century or something like that. This, like three yeah. years ago, it looks yeah. super, super the cool. What? I saw concept art for this ah. like three years ago on mm-hmm. DeviantArt. <laughs> <laughs> DeviantArt. Maybe it'll suck. I don't know. I'll certainly read reviews when it comes mm-hmm. out. It's a good idea for things in general. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm almost willing to throw them dollars just. Because they're good people, <laughs> and they worry about whether the game's any good. There are some games where, like, I know I'm going to buy it even if it's crap, and then 
there are other games where I'll I'll wait at least a week after it's out before I buy it. And then there's games where I make the wrong choice, like say Diablo three. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. I'm so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> we all make mistakes. Oh man. I don't remember when the last time I bought a Blizzard game was. <laughs> I'm gonna oh. buy Injustice when that comes out. What's that one? Ooh, it's a fighting that. game. It's uh it's DC superhero. It's just DC superheroes, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. DC more... superheroes fighting game. Apparently, who? What's the plot line? Superman. The, and the plot line isn't fully released. Um, oh, okay. Well, so Superman and somebody else like took over the world and are enforcing justice, and so they're having like death matches because because we said so. Yeah. yeah. At the end, Batman comes in and ruins everything. Because um, <laughs> he always ruins everything. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, this. I want to say he's part of that. He's he's a major, he's in the first part of the campaign. They've got a, a playthrough where that is the place you start. Yeah. So basically, how this project came together is this: uh, the company who makes uh, the Mortal Kombat games, I can't remember them off the top of my head. I think it's something about Netherworld or some garbage like that. Okay. Uh, I think they, was, did Konami publish that game? No. No, it wasn't Konami. So, uh, they got a hold of the DC characters for a fighter game of Mortal Kombat versus DC. It was mm-hmm. terrible. <laughs> that does sound it terrible. Was. It was mm-hmm. awful. Pretty loud. It. it did have Mark Hamill as the Joker. Yes, it was. Well, I'm just thinking Scorpion, like, come over here, and Superman is just standing there, plink. Okay. <laughs> they had a very bad explanation for why Superman was harmable by characters. It was because of the yellow force that was going around, man. Isn't that a Green Lantern thing? Hey, man. I'm confused. There was, there was no Green... <laughs> was there a Green Lantern? I can't remember. There must I want to say Lantern. he was in there. Yeah. Catwoman was in there Catwoman, for some reason. Catwoman was in there. She was a main DC... Dark side? Dark side was in there. Anyway. Cutting anyway, to the chase. Cutting to the chase. They still have the rights for these characters, and they were like, shit, we need to work this. Like, we still have these rights. We paid money for this. Yeah. We gotta do something with it. So they came up with this, and it's apparently very, very immersive. It really? is the most immersive fighting game I've what does ever that heard even of. even mean? Here is what this means. You, when you start the game, there's a cutscene. And you're doing some stuff in the cutscene, you're one of the characters. And then all of a sudden, you see one of the characters lunge at you. And he hits you, and you notice that your health bar has gone down because you have a health bar right now. Oh! And when you beat them in a round of combat, they stand up, dust themselves off. They have very minimal HUD. They try to make the whole thing feel like one scene. Is it? Is it not a side like a side by side? No, it's a side by side. It just they try to make it as immersive as possible. They shoot the camera of the scenes so it looks seamless. Hmm. Interesting. It's it so really good. it's very interesting visually. I don't know how good it would be like to play, but it seems interesting we'll visually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not like the. I'm uh, gonna buy it, and then you're probably gonna play it with me. Yeah. I, I probably will. <laughs> it's it, it not like the Mortal Kombat guys don't know a thing or two about making games. a decent fighting game. <laughs> yeah. They haven't been good lately. I'm looking at the look well, at your face. Well, we just, just happened to the get the uh, okay. I love okay, the the latest. Iterations have not been the greatest. That's true. The last four games they've made are not the greatest. But that is <laughs> so. This is what I thought you were meant when you said immersive. <laughs> nah. 
For for the people at home, uh, it's a uh, what what comic is this? Perry Bible. Perry Bible. Bible. Yeah, I thought I recognized the art style. And uh, it's two kids playing uh, a, a fighting game, and one kid gets hit, and actual wounds appear on him. It's it's silly. <laughs> but um, the one thing I never I always like the Street Fighter controls better than the Mortal Kombat. You have your controls. options. Really, this is a game where you have the yeah. option to choose which one you want. Wow. Oh. That's new new fighting games have very customizable controls. It is the that only is game that has the Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter control input. Yeah. Nice. That's mm-hmm. it's the only one you can choose between the two. Oh, you oh, just well, get to toggle between the two. It's not like you can choose up. in your options, mm-hmm. like on your controller. Do you want Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat style? Okay, put that shit in. <laughs> That's what you've got. I think too on a modern controller where you have shoulder buttons and triggers, having a block button makes more sense. Whereas in the original arcade, it yeah. I, I I was always weird having the block button in the middle of my attacks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. As long as as uh, SNK is not one of the options. Why? Why would because you want to reduce the options? Because those are <laughs> the options for people who are way too good and uh, are they are also ridiculously hard to do, like stuff like the Korean step. Mm. You're familiar with that? What? Or no. um, explain is that just right. wave dashing in another game? It is wave dashing like five or ten years before wave dashing, and I think it was Virtua Fighter's it's, first game that had it. For those who don't know what wave dashing is, <laughs> in uh, <laughs> in Smash Bros, there is a thing you can do to make your character operate in a that. way that the character is not intended to operate. <laughs> I hated it so much. You essentially do some janky stuff where you just get more moves than you're supposed to. You just move faster and move weirder. Yeah. It's not in, really in the spirit of the By game. using the, the animations of the character. The basically. generic terms yeah, You dodge into canceling. the ground. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Um, when you dodge into the ground, you hit the ground and slide on it, and you're still like in a, in the air sort of place where you can't quite be hit. Right, so and the right you can away. throw moves while it, you're sliding along the ground. Really frame canceling is a thing in a lot of games. And frame canceling right. is how you do some of the tricks if you want to do a speed runs of like Metro, Super Metroid and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's... It's but one it's thing to less do that janky when in a one-player game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When yeah, you're in a one-player game, it feels like you're. It's not within the spirit of the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When when you're in a one-player game, you're like, oh, you can justify it by being like, oh, I found this cool thing that takes advantage of you know the way they they put this game together, and you can be especially in a game like like Metroid, you could be like, oh, the physics of this universe is unique. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> but when you're playing. You know, Smash Brothers, and you just are. If you need to, if you need yeah. to use it, what's effectively an exploit to beat someone, then that is well. The, the problem up. is that with these, these games, <laughs> anyone who gets good at it has Warren's to learn do the the Korean yeah. step. Yeah, the, you have to. The, you have to exploit well, the yeah. win. And, yeah. Well, at a certain point, everyone you're playing with knows how to do it, and if everyone is doing it, it's it ceases to be as annoying unless you're. But it, it's Unless you're someone who things. can't do it. Me yeah. and Blake have yeah. tons of fun playing Smash Brothers with competitive Smash players, and I don't think either of us ever legitimately yeah. learned to wave dash. I think Blake's I much better yeah. than me. But yeah. well, I mean, like, like well, neither of us. What I'm trying to say is that, like, if you're what I'm trying to say is that, like, if you're in a group where you everyone is pre-agreed that it's okay, it's not like yeah. that big deal. But I mean. The, the problem is when everyone around you but you knows it's a thing and you have no idea it's a thing and no one's you, yeah. you and you don't have an internet time. connection and you're <laughs> right. like 11 
Yeah. <laughs> I see where so we're going with huh. if, if, In this you hypothetical situation. <laughs> this um. hypothetical. Yeah. And everyone's like, just grow up already. Like, I but don't like, understand. We're just playing the game. Those sort of things, like, when, when people expose <laughs> yeah. the mechanics of the game in order to, like, squeeze out an extra couple of DPS or a frame or two, that sort of ruins it for me. Like, so here's the perfect example for me was, and I didn't realize this until the end, like, has anyone played Final Fantasy Twelve? I Maybe. tried to play it before I, I was that? like, this is stupid, why did I try to play Fantasy Fantasy again? That's, that's the Secret of Mana-ish one, right? Or is that the online one? No, uh, I think 13 was Is 13 the Secret online? of Mana-ish one? No, 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 no. Uh, 11 and 14 are online. Okay. Uh, 11 and 12 was the one that was, uh, it, it was, I don't know how to explain it. I think it's the one that I played. And it's the one where you could, you basically had a party of people and they all sort of acted on their own, yes. but you controlled one character at a time, like control, control. Yes, you could, and you it, could either sort of, uh, you know, oh, what is it? You, you program them a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you can program yeah. them, kind of, or you could stop the game constantly and micromanage them. Yeah, which I actually really liked because it was yeah. a bit, bit of a throwback to like the Baldur's Gate, you know, all that. Yeah, it reminded me of Secret of Mana, which was yes, which yeah. was also a really good game. Yeah. Uh, but. Um, so, as it turns out, so there's this character, Baltier, who starts mm-hmm. out with a gun, and his, all his cutscenes are with guns. And it actually turns out, so, like, okay, well, I'm going to give him guns. I'm like, this is the skill, I'm going to give him guns. And then, like, after I finish the game, I, like, read through the hint book, he's like, don't ever give Baltier guns. His animation is longer to shoot than anyone else's. He's the worst with guns. I'm like, really? Really? <laughs> Seriously? Really? <laughs> the guy who starts with guns. Whose whole thing is guns is the worst at guns. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, I felt that way. There, there. That I completely. I don't want to say I played that game wrong the first time, but I messed up everybody's spec and everybody's weapon the whole game. And it evidently, sucks. in the end, it didn't matter. Yeah. So there you not go. Really. No. <laughs> no. It was fun though. I really like that game. I, I like the feel of like having control over your character, but having everyone else doing stuff. It felt like playing an MMO, but with like without. Like or with you without having to have friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> who played it? Huh? Friends who played it. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. You don't. But you don't have to have friends. When at you all. have, when you have it's an MMO, really you don't have friends anymore. <laughs> I had an MMO and friends. I think there's a few people here who might play MMOs. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make her feel bad? <laughs> I, dude, I actually have not played Star Wars in like three weeks. Which is bad of me because I, I kind of abandoned Patrick and he started playing Galactic Civ again. I feel like I'm Yeah. So it's not like. It's not like. I, I do keep seeing the right. ads for, like, Star Wars Online. And being like, ooh, ooh. Yeah. I'd kind of like to play that again. Fortunately, it's only at work and where I do not have the ability to start the download because mm. uh, I have ads disabled on all my computers yeah. here. So i never tempted here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would I would literally... I think I would literally die. I would not get any sleep and I would just die if I somehow got into online gaming. Yeah. Really? Die. That, that's, that's actually that's why that I stopped happens, playing Savage, Final Fantasy VII as uh, I was staying up way too late and getting up early, even after having stayed up late, to, to mise in a few more hours of playing before I had to work. <laughs> but, but there's an end game there. At some point, you put your boot in Sephiroth's ass. 
Yeah, but I only got about like halfway through the second disc before like it was zombie time, and I was like, you know, this has just got to stop. I'm not going to play anymore because uh, I, I couldn't, I couldn't like ration it. Ah, I I could. Yeah, I if, just, you've got, if, if you're prone to having sort of an addictive personality, well, you have to... Now I think I could probably go back and play it. Which and, you should. And... <laughs> like, don't, don't put him back in his thing. No, he's not, <laughs> he's not, it's one of those top five games that you should just have played at some point in your yeah. life. Like heroin. <laughs> like what? Like heroin. It, but it, it, it ends. <laughs> just once. And just once. Ends. You win at some point. You win yeah. with heroin too. You catch that dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not sure I believe yeah. you. Amen. I mean, in all fairness, I'm I'm kind Where? of the opposite of the addictive personality. Like I'm I'm not a very good finisher of things. <laughs> I kind of like to save the ending and then I don't finish anything. And so this leaves me to walk away from the MMOs that I play because. I'm just that's, like, all right, that's enough. It's so healthy that else. you can just get bored with something. I do. I get bored all the time, but it drives poor Patrick crazy because he will play it all the yeah. time, and he's a completionist, and I'm like, I really don't want to. See, that's my exit strategy. I, I get to a point in game where I'm getting a little bit too involved, and I'll find something else to do, <laughs> and then and then I'll forget where I was in the game, and I'll have to start over. Oh, tomorrow. yeah, that is the worst. Um, but it does at least mean that, like... I don't get super addicted anymore. Mm-hmm. Or when I do, I I get something else to switch addictions. Mm-hmm. It's variety. Yeah. Whereas I just find the CD and snap it in half and I'm done. <laughs> uh, see, I can't. You can't do that, that with your digital sucks. downloads. You're ruined. <laughs> I know. Steve what are you going to do? Delete it? No, just burn it to disc and then snap that in half. Exactly. <laughs> it's symbolic. <laughs> Most of the discs I snapped in half were illegal copies of other people's games. Back when I made illegal copies of other people's games. Back before I, started, I made games for a living. <laughs> um, and Mildly posted yeah, So it was perfectly fine because I knew if I really wanted to play it again, I could just go back and get another copy. Mm. But still, you know, it was symbolic. You uninstall it and snap the disc in half. Mm-hmm. Never going to play it again. <laughs> I wonder how hard it would be to make one of those out of animal parts. We we got a lot of animal parts. Some people parts. Well, I mean, like like a teeny tiny one. (laughs) Teeny tiny people. (laughs) You're right. Have you guys seen those fantastic taxidermies that people have done, like Etsy, that are like they make like like okay, like open up a window, window, dude. They're awesome. I don't want to. See, I've seen them. I don't want to see them. They don't use real. Do the they don't all that, use. You deserve it after last time. You need to I go look at this. I don't think so. No, I'm dude, fine. You earned this, dude. I've, 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 you I've, can't I've, beat a man with his own computer. Yeah, that's true. I, Some I, of them are so which, beautiful. I was unable to complete the Monster Hearts um, dia, live game screen module for this week. I'm going to try to have it for next week. It turns out that. Um, one of the really interesting things about Powered by the Apocalypse games is that um, there are stats that represent relationships between characters, which doesn't exist in any other game. Dude. Think about that for a second. Doesn't exist in any other game. Well, at least there's like some indie games, like but like strings? any other traditional games. Well, stuff. strings, HX, all the rest of that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Which means that you can't just have a bunch of stats on a character. You have to have like a matrix of like, oh, here how mm. all these characters are related. Yeah, which Interesting. until I started coding this, like I didn't realize, like because I was doing oh for like White Wolf and Fate and D and D, I've got all these things, and then I'm like, 
Uh oh, Apocalypse World. I need to do HX and strings. Like, wait, that's how completely do I do different. <laughs> no, I know how to do it, but it's a bunch of code I have to write because I have nothing for that. Because I've been doing just trad games where every character is this self-contained wall hall mm. thing. But couldn't we right. just? Couldn't we just for now have have one version of uh, one thing for the easy stuff, and then just have like a tic-tac-toe board or something? Oh no, no, no! To- I mean, totally. I could even have just a space where you can write arbitrary yeah. shit in. Uh, that doesn't that doesn't matter that much. But it that would seems be, like a good idea. <laughs> but either way, I've got to code up the graphics for that. So I mean, it's I'll, I'll hope to have it for next week. I mean, cool. but uh, yeah, looking at that, especially since. But I finally gotten to the point where I've got two hours of um, Vesnathal to edit, and possibly that one fiasco that we did, the superheroes fiasco, all that was. Eh. Um, and I will have finished editing the backlog of audio for everything ever. So. <laughs> Uh, that will vastly, nice. since these sessions are only about two hours long, that will vastly increase the amount of time I have to do work on other things. <laughs> well, and I, I started talking to Dave and Duncan a teeny tiny bit uh, about player agency, but I kind of wanted to talk to all of you just to oh, make yeah. sure, um, because before I listened to the last session, but after the session I was really worried about taking player agency away from you guys um, especially I, I think in the end it turned out that, that Mara had the best chance of anyone to to do it but I'm, I'm less happy with the Hiver as a villain uh, than I should be or could be So I don't I don't know. Um, I've got I've got some ideas on how to deal with it without like just taking over everybody. Well, um, we're big boy role players and big girl role players. We can we can be enthralled. Yeah, sure. We sure. can do that. Oh gosh, you mean player agency as in the game? <laughs> no, we're forming it's, a player agency. Yeah, <laughs> in the world, it's kind of a meta thing. Mostly, if you need a player, I thought you meant like, like, like as a romantic a player over over No, no, I meant like I yeah, thought you meant like outside of like you know like I think you I uh, thought you were like about to give us a lecture on like you guys really need to to take charge about the way you're you're playing about no. <laughs> And exactly, gamers. exactly the opposite. Really for this fact, is you guys I need to be listening to all of the sessions and taking notes on yeah. them and planning <laughs> and strategizing. And I was like, "We're just talking about player agents." No, no. I mean, <laughs> I, oh. I felt uncomfortable taking it away from you guys. No, that's, that's completely um, different. Okay, no, I'm fine with, with having my character under thrall or something, as long as I'm allowed to, you know. Then, like, you know, you know, I. Try and fight against it as long as it as long as it's a opportunity for dramatic. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like both of us were the ones who got it the worst, yeah. and I think I was I was perfectly fine with it. But I'm not the kind of person who's going to be like, "Wow, you didn't let me be a hero. I couldn't do whatever I wanted." As long as I can still be a dramatic agent, yeah. I am fine. Yeah. Well, and I think assuming you guys do research, uh, there's probably any chance you can find something to do to stop it. Get your tinfoil hat on, as Dave said. Um, <laughs> as long as everyone doesn't flub all of the rules. Um, yeah. And then Will's character's going to die. 
This podcast is fully copyrighted by its hosts. Visit us at podcastmagicmissile.com. By Podcast Magic Missile, attacking the darkness since 2012.